0: Today's off is masachas, sotadav Chavtes. We're going a fundamental principle in our daf, which also was critically debated by the Rishonim. The Gemara says that when you have something that is vaday tameh, something that is definitely impure, it would be prohibited to eat this. But if it's safik tameh, it's safik tahor, it's, we're not sure its status. It might be impure, it might be Pure. The halakha is that you're allowed to eat this. And the reason is that although we have the principle of which means that when you have a case of doubt and what's riding in this in this case of doubt is something that is a Torah prohibition, we have to be careful. It's possible that it really is problematic. So we have to be machmir. We have to go l'chumra. We have to be strict. And in case of food, we're not allowed to eat it. The Rambam in Hilchel's Tumah, in Perak, Tesa, Lechi, and Beis, He noted that this rule of being stringent on a doubt from a Torah level is only rabbinic in nature. It means the rabbis were the ones who said you have to be stringent when you're not sure what the status is. And this is because that on a Torah level, there's no sut. there's no sort of relating to doubts. It's all revealed in a Torah level. The Rambam's source is Arkhamar at the end of yesterday's daf, that the Safik Tumah, the case of doubt of of impurity in the public domain, Rishut HaRabim, is pure, similar to its statement... About eating safek Tumah, which we mentioned in today's daf. On the flip side, the Rashba disagreed with the Rambam and argued that safek d'oraisa, the, the chumrah, this whole notion that we go stringent in a case of doubt, is a chumrah m'doraisa. It's the Torah wanted us to be stringent, not not the rabbis wanted us to be stringent. His opinion is based on the case of the korban pesach, the pesach offering, which had a which if it, would, it were to have a pierce on its membrane around the brain, the challenge is that the Torah says, etsem sem ruvo. you're not allowed to break the bones of the Koran Pesach, preventing an actual examination from taking place to see if there's actually this This piercing that would actually cause the animal to be disqualified. The halacha is that we're lenient regardless, since the majority of animals do not have this condition. So it would seem, therefore, that the Ramam is more of a lenient opinion than the Rashba. However, it sometimes comes out the opposite. I saw this case that happened in the mid-14th century was brought to the Ran the case was in france where a married couple got in a big fight it was an arab shabbos in the middle of the heat of the argument the husband said i don't want to be here for shabbos i promise i'm going to leave the city he takes the shvoi, he takes his oath he's going to leave he's not going to be there for shabbos but after a few hours he has regrets for saying that he wanted to, uh, yeah, that he wanted to leave, and he actually wanted to uproot his his oath. And if a petach opening could be found, he wanted to be able to stay in town for Shabbos. But we all know from our law, from our learning of Nadarim that you can't uproot a oath that hasn't yet kicked in. Only once Shabbos comes in does the husband obligate himself to leave. So he'd have to walk beyond the Trum Shabbos so as not to violate his oath. And only afterward can it be uprooted. The husband wanted to stay out the absolute shortest possible time. So if he goes out there, he asked the Chacham to come and release his vows, oath, at Ben Hashmashot, at that time in between day and night. It's not exactly clear what actually the status is of that time. Since it's a time of doubt, we treat it lechumrah. Why? We're much more stringent. Because it may belong to the next day. Therefore, already at Bein at that period, the Chacham, the sage, can come and release the, the vow. Since his oath kicked in, since Safik Doraita, it's doubtful, says that it's already Shabbos. This question was addressed by the Ran Chal Shchuvah Siman Nun Aleph. And he said that it depends on the Ram versus Rashbah. According to the Raman, we don't act stringently from a Torah point of view, therefore it wouldn't be Shabbos. Yet during Baineshmasho's the Shvua, the oath, will not have kicked in yet. Therefore, he will have to wait until Bainish is over to have his oath uprooted. But the Rashba holds that Safigda Raisil Zhumra on a Torah level, then already during Bainish it's Shabbos, and therefore the oath will kick in, and by definition the Chacham can release the oath. So can happen. Things aren't always as they seem. The Torah is dynamic as is not every Chumrah is a true Chumrah and not every Kula, not every leniency is necessarily always a leniency.